Welcome to the Paragold Podcast. This is Jerry Pitney, and today I'm joined by the co-owner of Adams Nursery, who also happens to be a member of the city council. I'm with Neil Adams. Neil, thanks so much for coming on. Oh, thanks for having me, Jerry. So um, my goal today is to not talk in depth about my time at Adams Nursery because I don't feel <laughs> like I was the greatest employee you ever had of all time. Oh, that's sure, sure you were. <laughs> Among the many. So. Oh, well, if you want to lie and say I am the greatest, then we will talk about it. Yeah, you can just feed my ego. So, um, you know, I did work for you. I can't, we were talking about it before we started recording. I think I was maybe 19 years old. And so I know a little a little bit about the nursery. I've, I obviously come in every year. I feel like I can buy something. Um, but I don't really know the story of how Adam's Nursery got started. So I'm curious, if you will, just tell me a, a little bit about kind of where you came from and how you got to the point where you had this crazy idea of, I think we should start a nursery and it'll work. So. <laughs> well, do you want me to go way back? or Yeah, uh, man, just okay. whatever. Like, yeah, tell well, me. As a kid, because I grew up at Walcott, okay. grew up with um, uh, grandparents close by, always had a big garden, uh, great aunts, uncles, and, you know, garden was a big part of their life. So, uh, and I spent a lot of time with them until I started school. So, um, that's just something I've always had wanted to do, kept an interest through all, um, out all my high school years. Uh, in high school, started a lawn service, uh, and that mm. just kind of led into it. Uh, and, what do you uh, think you liked about gardening, by the way? Because I... I greatly appreciate gardening. I wish everybody had a garden. What oh, do you yeah. think it was for you that well, early just, age you're like, I, I kind of enjoy this? Being outdoors, and of course, they canned, you know, they actually canned the produce that they, they got off, and that's what, uh, you know, they great. ate that all winter long, okay. uh, or all year long, but definitely through the winter months. And uh, just, I don't know, I could get out as, as a kid, four and five years old, could spend an hour, you know, hours and just entertain myself. Mm. So I think I think my parents might have thought that was a little strange. <laughs> yeah, man. But, so that yeah. desire was there early on. Oh, You're yeah. gardening. You start. Yeah. Eventually, said mowing. Lawn service. Lawn yeah. Service, probably about time. You know, about time I could drive. Maybe 15. Even would still uh, did a lot of lawns right right around Walcott, and then moved on into Paragool, and um, just kind of grew in and started doing some little landscaping projects, and just always wanted to do that, and really. Paragold didn't have a full-service nursery. We had, uh, you know, one that did greenhouse and, and houseplants and things like that, but did not have uh, somebody that did landscaping, carried a lot of trees and shrubs, and then, of course, we propagated in, in our own bedding plants and vegetable transplants. Mm -hmm. So you're, what, you graduate high school from where? Green County Tech. Okay. Did you go off to college? And I uh, went to college uh, with full academic scholarship. I uh, was in the middle of my junior year uh, and decided I wanted to do this. Someone else was about to or was talk, kicking around the idea of opening up a nursery uh, and said, the time is right. Parents were willing to help me uh, financially at that time and uh, as well as help work at the nursery. And I just said, time, I just, I jumped out and did it. So were you, what was your degree in at college? When you, what were you uh, that, working on? Marketing management. So, okay. So yeah. what did you envision when you went to college? What did you think? I had no idea. That was part of the reason, like, this is what I want to do. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to do it. So Okay. So, so you yeah. knew you were going to, so then you have this, tell me about the vision. I know you said like, obviously parents came in all that. Like, what does that look like? Because most people, um, their brains don't work that way of how do I take nothing and create something, so to speak. And then if they do, they don't want to take the risk. And so talk me through that process. What, like, what did that look like for that to go from being like, hey, mom, dad, this is something I want to do to let's right. do it. Well, I mean, we, we went through a lot of planning. Of course, anytime I traveled, I mean, I, that was something I would visit garden centers, larger cities. And so I had an, a vision of what I wanted it to be uh, and was just, you know, hoping that would work, thought it would work in, in Paragool. 
but uh, I mean, we spent a lot of time, probably a year, prepping, uh, visiting suppliers, visiting, you know, traveling to nurseries, visiting, and just uh, kind of mapping out what our product mix would be, where it would come from. Uh, and those type of things. So yeah. So you didn't just shoot from the hip then. It just one no, of those like, no. I got it was well thought out. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. that's the stuff that people don't see, right? right. Like you so, hear you about know, the person I, who starts something, it, like or, I'm going to go start something. Right. Well, you know, dad, dad was a CPA, so uh, and was still uh, practicing at that time. So you know, you have the financial part calculated. of it, and then you know, mom was in education for all those years, and uh, so yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, there was a very, very well thought out process. But, and so, and Steve was he always uh, just kind of a part of that with you of like he wanted to jump in or did he come in later he come in later uh like i said we we started planning probably late 1988 89 we were up and running um march uh march 1st of 1990 when we opened steve joined me i believe the uh end of 1990 okay and our when y'all started were you in the location that you're in now no, we started uh, down behind Gazaway Lumber Company. There used to be a field in between there and the substation that's right there by the uh, uh, Rotary Softball Park. Okay. And we were right there, um, just had a small little sliver of land. I think for, we stayed there about five years. On It was leased from uh, Mr. Gazaway. And then we, um, then we purchased where we're at now. Okay. And so this is 1990. I'm guessing through the years like has it been just always kind of up and and to the right or was there are there were there lean years like with the economy like was there ever times where you're just like man like we're gonna have to pivot we're gonna make some big changes here i will have to say for the most part i mean there's there's been little glitches but no it's always been just a, a good steady climb of course i mean the first few years of, of any business uh you know you have matt you're, you're growing uh but probably at about that uh, 15 year phase you kind of level off a little bit um, but it's been just, you know, kind of a good steady climb since then. Of course, the last two years, uh, this whole industry nationwide, possibly worldwide, has benefited from, from COVID. I mean, I hate to say that, but, you know, it is. How so? Uh, well, I mean, you couldn't travel. Um, you really couldn't go a lot of places. And it's amazing how many new gardeners, especially young people, started gardening. And that, that was, we saw the big huh. jump in that in, in uh, twenty. And then even continued last year, and from just the phone calls and, you know, emails and uh, messages and things we get now, I mean, people are still interested, like, when are you going to have such and such ready? You know, when, when, when are seed going to be here? So I think it's just a whole new generation of gardeners. That's fantastic. Oh, it is. So I didn't know. Awesome. I didn't know that that had. I mean, I've. I guess I should have known because we even had people in the circles I run in that would, would come to us about gardening and ask questions. And right. we did a. What was it? What do we call it? The gardening workshop that we had here last year. Yeah, we had a gardening workshop. We did right a gardening workshop here last year, and there's probably yeah. I don't know what 50, 60 people that showed up for that. Yeah. And so now that you mentioned, it's like yeah, like there there did seem to be this element of like, hey, okay, sometimes there could be a shortage in in food. Right, because yes. that was happening, oh, right. and yes. I've got more time, and right. made the perfect mix. Yeah, it was, it was definitely, yeah, it was the, the perfect mix for us. And, uh, of course, you know, when you start walking, in 20 is, I guess, the first time when, of course, you couldn't get toilet paper, but also the shelves yes. were very uh, are empty of uh, uh, processed food, even fresh foods, and it was really hard to find those things. So. Yes. For those who might be listening to this and are interested in gardening, since we're on that topic, any tips on going from never gardening before to starting a garden? It just depends. And we've had a lot of people that um, are container gardening because they may live in an apartment. They may not yes. have a, a plot of land. And um, 
start small um, and then, you know, vi visit a local, you know, whether you're here in Paragol or not, but visit a local nursery, someone that's actually going to be well-versed um, and uh, knowledgeable of, of gardening. Yeah, and we ask, do. Ask questions. We, we gladly, that's what we, we, we strive to, to be there for is to answer questions. That's good. Yeah, my wife and I, we started, um, we had a, a 30 by 100 foot uh, garden spot last year, which is the biggest we've ever had, but I personally loved our raised beds. Like it was right. very easy to manage, right. and you're right. Most people think if they don't, they think if I don't have this big thirty by hundred foot spot, I can't yeah. garden. It's like that's doesn't, not true at all. You need have a be. very right. small spot. People in like urban environments, yes, they even yes. are gardening. I mean, you can. It's amazing how much food you can produce in a like a two by it four really planter is. box that you might could put yes. on your back terrace of your apartment. We always every year, my wife and I plant way more, especially okra. It's like it's the yeah. one thing. It's like we got to <laughs> make sure we have four stalks, and we're like always throwing stuff away. Just, yeah. Crazy. Can you get your kids to pick the okra? Uh, no. <laughs> I don't even want to pick the okra. Like me and my wife and I like paper, rock, scissors for who goes right. to pick it. Yeah. That's just I, brutal, man. If you don't have like the long sleeves you know, on and the gloves. Even if it says spineless, it doesn't make you itch as bad, but you're, you're still going to get some some itch from okra. Yeah, man. But love to eat it. That's oh, absolutely, man. So. I agree. I agree 100%. We'll have to uh, share okra recipes off air there, sometime. There you go. Um, so what services is Adam's Nursery offer now because i know y'all do several things you're not just selling shrubs right. i mean like we are uh, of course full service garden center um but we do uh landscaping services um irrigation services uh turf uh which we, we do not mow but we do chemical weed control and fertilization okay when and i know i don't remember when it was when did Lowe's come in town when was that uh 2006 or seven, I believe. Did you have there. any fear as a local small business owner? I know you guys are not as small as you used to be. You've continued to grow. Did you have any fear with that happening? You saw this massive building going up across the street like, well, I mean, yeah, yes. I mean, what you, you're, you're nervous do? about it, right? Yes. You think about it and uh, um, this big box store is coming in, but uh, probably couldn't have been better. For, I mean, it was one of the best things that ever happened. Seriously. Us, yes. Why? Yes. They advertise probably and draw from southeast Missouri, you know, probably probably five to seven counties actually around here, and going up into the Boot Hill, Missouri. Even they come to Paragol. Well, they're right out our front door, so they bring they bring them too. I mean, they may be walking in that store, but as they're walking in, they look to the right and, and see yes. us, and then they're they're like, "Oh, well, I'm gonna go over there too while I'm here." So, so you're getting way more traffic now. Oh yes, yeah, it, it increased our traffic uh, tremendously. I never thought about that. Yes. So, and I, I probably would have been worse if they'd went in two miles down the road from us. So, I never thought about that. Yeah. So, you know, I, I thought I, I did whenever I know when Lois was being built, you guys came to mind. Ace came to mind, you know, guys mm -hmm. way I'm like, man, what's going to happen. But something that I love about Adam's nursery and about guys way that just the personal experience that you get of like you're going and it's yes. nothing against Lowe's at all, no, but it's like, no. man, when you, when you're locally owned, like the people who own that, like they're the passion they have, the knowledge they have, it's just, you can't match that by just going and, and right. hiring someone just to make it, you know, it's like when you go into Adam's nursery, you're going to get, you're going to get help, you right. know, and you're going to get the right answer, and, you know, and you, that's, know, you and, can't replace that. Just like, you know, us and, and you, you brought up Gasway. I mean, you walk in, Probably going to get called by name, or you know, a lot yes. of the clientele is going to get called by name because there's a relationship there. Yes, a hundred percent, and it's all about that relationship. If you got that, then you want to keep going back. Right. That's what that's what I love about a small town. So yes. we're, we're not as small as we used to be. But we still have that feel. So it's yeah, it's, a, it's growing, it's great, man. We're growing. So. Well, 
let's talk about the town for a little bit because you're now on city council. What made you decide to run for city council? I just uh, I decided it got to where I had a little bit of more time and uh, just really wanted to give back. Uh, thought it was time to. Yeah. So how's that been? So you guys, by the way, for those who don't understand how city council works, explain that like in layman's terms. So those who just listen to this, like what is a city council? Well, I mean, that's what, what are they doing? You, you have your mayor, which is your, your, your head of our city government. And then you have city council, uh, I guess would be kind of like your Congress, uh, so to mm-hmm. speak. There are two, uh, two representatives from every ward. Uh, there's two positions, the war, uh, position one, position two. So we have uh, city council has eight, eight members. Y'all meet how often? Uh, every, uh, second and fourth Monday, twice a month. So second and fourth Mondays. What are y'all doing, man? Like, what are y'all, whatever, like, what is y'all, is it mainly like finances? Like, Hey, it's, is it it's like, the finances? Yes. And ordinances, uh, basically is what, what the city council oversees. Somebody comes a with body. a problem or maybe an idea and then the city council is kind of a like, yes or no kind of uh, thing. Yeah. Or there's, there's debate over it and you know, go, things go back and forth. So. Yeah, yeah. that's the fun part, right? Yeah, that's the fun part. <laughs> exactly. Um, what do you like about the direction? Like, what are you most excited about right now from as, a, as an insider with City Council when you look at Paragold? Um, I'm excited about, uh, of course, we've got the trail going in. We've got a, a lot of quality of life issues. Uh, downtown here, I think the farmer's market, uh, hopefully we'll yeah, that's exciting. on soon. They started uh, on that, right? Or uh, I'm not sure if they have. They may have. I know if, uh, I don't, we haven't had the official okay. groundbreaking yet, but. Uh, yes, uh, it's uh, you know it's it's set to go. Yeah, and the trail set to be talking about the eight mile trail. Right, eight mile so trail probably around Memorial Day. I think everything's going to be completed on the on the first phase. So uh, actually yeah. going in uh, has been. I don't know what the weather's done lately, but it's been a little bit ahead of schedule. Yeah, I know what the weather is doing right now, and it feels like we are nowhere close to <laughs> landscaping season. But I know we're not that far away. When well, do y'all like, when's that actually fire up? For us, uh, typically first of March okay. uh, is when uh, early vegetables. I mean, we've had a lot of folks coming in getting seed potatoes and garden seed and things like that. But yeah. I, I couldn't imagine getting out in my garden right now. It's I mean, oh, man. I could, I'd have to have uh, hip waders on just about. To- uh, yeah. My wife and I have a greenhouse, and we haven't even put anything in our greenhouse yet just because it feels so cold, and I don't yeah. want to have to walk back and well, forth. We're, we're on the roller coaster right now. What was it? Yesterday, we were uh, high 60s, and then today, I think outside right now, it's 32 right at it. And it's insane. Nice mix. Yeah, you came in. Yeah, you said it's literally doing everything, right? You said yes, it's like yeah. it's snowing, it's freezing Sleet rain, and it's raining, and ho- hopefully we uh, quit raining and it's just uh, uh, the more solid stuff at least. Absolutely, yeah. Off some power lines. A hundred percent. Well, I, I would love to. I don't know if you've listened to these before, but we always end with um, what we call a list of rapid fire questions, and they're just things that you don't even really have to think about, but they're the same questions that we ask the same, uh, or we ask each guest. And so I would love to end by asking you these uh, questions, if that's okay. Okay, so I'm in the hot seat. You're in the hot seat, man. So um, let me pull them up here. Here we go. Okay, what is the last show that you binged or book that you read? Or it could be movie, last movie uh, you watched, if you're not a show person. Binge show would be Resident Alien. Resident Alien. I don't know if I've heard of it. What's it on? Um, gosh, my, my wife is the one that watched this, so uh, or got me started watching. I'm thinking it's on Sci-Fi. Okay, I think it's Sci-Fi. Resident yeah. Alien. Resident Have you heard Alien. of it, Robert? It's a new never, one for you. Never heard of that. Uh, yeah. okay. I think it's uh, we're in season two right now, so I okay. think we're about four episodes into season two. There's so much good stuff out there; it's almost overwhelming. Yeah, because like we'll all ask people these questions, like what, and like they'll always. It seems like 
often they'll mention shows that are even heard of. And it's like, yeah. no, there was a day where it's like you had this show and I came on this time. And if you missed right. it, it's over. Yeah. But it's like, they're just all these great shows right. sitting out there. Like, ah, Jared man. was talking about Dunes. Or is Dune. It Dune? Dune. Dune. The movie oh, Dune. 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 Oh, I have not Dune. watched the new one. Uh, the old yeah, the one. Sentiment. Yeah. And that, gosh, those, um, I mean, they need two intermissions in the movie, in the <laughs> middle of that one so you can take a bathroom break. <laughs> I they were very long. Yeah. So. This new one I've heard, it just is based off the first half of the book. Um, and it's still really long. It's like three hours. And you were talking about like how epic it is, and it's like it's the next Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings, and I was just thinking there's so much stuff coming out all the time. It's hard to It's always the next, the right? Stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, there. man. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'm going to have to check out that show, though. Yeah, Resident Aliens. Resident um, Aliens. It's, um, I mean, it's, I guess it's an adult-themed show, but there's, it, it, there, there, it brings out good in people. It, that, that's what I like about that. Well, that's so. nice. We need uh, more of that. There, there's one of the, um, the the real popular show that's out right now, probably on about season four, and it's just hard for me to find a redeeming character in that show. So. Which one? Yellowstone. Yellowstone. Oh, yeah. I knew it. Yeah, and I, we, we started watching, trying to catch up with that, my wife and I did, and we just, we're on season two, I guess, and we finally, we started watching Resident Evil and like, oh, okay. This anyway, makes you feel I, a little I, better. I feel good at the end of yes. the episode. Of well, if you want to feel good, watch Ted Lasso. Headlines. There you go. Okay. Yes. Jared's always throwing yeah. that one out. I'm always throwing that I one out I think the there. reason for the podcast is for, to convince people to watch Ted watch Lasso. Ted Lasso. <laughs> and 1883, which well, I love right everyone, now. Okay, I haven't started that. Everyone has uh, told us this. Well, if you don't really like Yellowstone, said, uh, check out 1883. Yeah, we really like 1883. I really like Sam Elliott. So. I'm with oh, you on Yellowstone. I don't know who the A lot of people is. say that I remind them of Sam Elliott. <laughs> who says that? Uh, nobody, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Uh, second question. What is your favorite type of music? Um, would be classic rock. Classic rock. You got a favorite band when you think? Well, when you think of classic rock, what band do you come well, to mind? I mean, right I, mean uh, I love Van Morrison. So okay, Eagles, but yeah, yeah, Van Morrison's one of my go-to's. Right on. Yeah. What is your favorite meal? Lamb, rack of lamb, with a port wine reduction. Come on, you, I forgot you're a foodie. <laughs> oh wow. Love to I cook. Fr- that's that's my that's, that's one way of my, better you know, than I, my hobby. So, so I do remember whenever I worked uh, at Adams Nursery, we had a Christmas party. I believe yeah. it was at your house, yeah. and you cooked, and it was incredible. And oh, everybody right. had told me like Dan was there back then. He was right. like, "Oh, you just at least hang around to the Christmas party, man. Cause you're gonna get some of Neil's <laughs> cooking." Where did that come from? Uh, probably the, the same aunts that uh, the the great aunts that kept me until I started to, uh, kindergarten. Um, they cooked three meals a day. And Are they the ones that yeah, were gardening? They were gardeners, yeah. But yeah, they Man. never. Yeah. So. so they're canning their own stuff, and you're kind of like growing right. up by their elbow, right. and they're just cooking what we're like right. probably southern cuisine. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I just just I've all, and even up through high school, I mean, I would I, of course I cooked a lot of meals for the family even at that time. But yeah, I just I love to cook. Do you have a meal that other people request? Oh yeah, the lamb. So you, yeah. so you cooked that. You ain't oh, going yeah. somewhere yeah. to get no, that. No, no. Yeah, I'd make Man, that. Man, we should have had you bring that with you on the <laughs> podcast. Um, have you ever heard of Sean Brock? I've not. Sean Brock is my favorite chef. And so he grew up in the Appalachian Mountains, basically in a garden. You would love him. Um, there's a great, by the way, uh, YouTube clip of Sean Brock with Anthony Bourdain okay. at the Waffle House. Because right. <laughs> Sean Brock is like, and this guy's world renowned, man. He's right. got like, you know, restaurants all over. And Anthony Bourdain's like going to him and like, hey, what, where did you get your start? And of course, he gives credit to his uh, grandma in the Appalachian Mountains and his mom. But then also, he's like, my dad used to take me, his dad died. And he's like, I think like 35 or something. He's like, but when I, when I was young, my dad would take me to the Waffle House and I would watch these kind of like short order chefs. And it inspired me, like, that's incredible. And so, but 
he has a very similar story of like canning parent grandparent right. and then like yeah with the great cooking it's like he's combined that with his restaurant sean brock s-e-a-n for those that are interested b-r-o-c-k okay. fantastic yeah, i'll have a, to check that out he's so. he's great got a yeah. great cookbook and all sorts of stuff so uh next question what is on your nightstand right now uh a lamp a clock and a coaster that my glass of water sits on Simple enough. Yeah. That might be one. Of a, I, I'm, I'm one of those people that you know very OCD. Can't be. Yeah. Quiet, so. Do you put your phone away from you at night? No. I'm, at, at night, there is uh, my clock has a charger. So okay. You know, yeah. All right. I didn't know because you know there is that that movement towards simplicity where some people's like I'm putting my phone in the kitchen and I want to just have my digital or analog whatever. Right. Clock. What is that what you're doing? Oh, I've been doing it for years. My phone plugs up in the kitchen. Really. Good for you. You and the whole family puts all their devices there? No, electronics? no, my wife won't. It's her, it's her <laughs> I, I do that. The reason my phone is, is beside the bed is because, one, that is our own. We don't have a landline any longer. That is our phone. Um, I have parents that are older, a uh, couple of businesses, alarms. They, they call me, so it's just better. In which my phone goes on silent. Uh, the only thing, if it's, if it's in my contacts, um, uh, that's only, or somebody police or fire or whatever calling but yeah it, it, it doesn't make any noise at night unless it's something i really yeah answer, so. yeah all right last two questions um give us a snapshot of just an ordinary moment in your life that brings you great joy so right now what's just a we might look at it and be like that's just an ordinary moment but to you it brings you a lot of joy a lot of joy um in a kayak floating down white river uh fishing I've never been in a kayak. I've done some canoes. And I've never been on White River. But okay. both of those sound very romantic and like and very just uh yeah, refreshing to me. Yeah. Yeah. So nice fifty degree water. It's not fun when you fall in, but that's awesome. Yeah, I'll <laughs> you try not that to do that. No, uh, absolutely not. Uh what is one thing you're deeply grateful for right now? My parents and all the support they've given me. Uh, to get this business started, uh, that's what we're talking about today. And then, of course, my wife wouldn't be, be here without her either. Yeah, awesome, man. Well, I'm so glad that we had an opportunity to sit down together. Uh, I would like maybe at some point just to have one day where I come back and work and try to redeem myself and just, you know, just prove that I can still carry there, like there more than go. one shrub at a time. How about, or how about one of those really busy Saturdays leading up to Mother's Day? You'd be happy, right? Yes, just not come and volunteer yes, any yeah. help. Bring some kids along too, you know, <laughs> anybody that can, can water or carry out plants. So. Oh, yeah, it'd be fantastic, man. Yeah. Well, really thankful for you, thankful for Adam's Nursery, thankful for your family, and just, uh, yeah, you're a fantastic resource for our community. Thank you for your service, and, uh, man, hopefully get to do it again Thank sometime. You. So, yeah, hopefully uh, if y'all do another gardening uh, workshop, maybe we can help you out. It's just a little hard to get away in the spring sometimes yes i bet it is that's fantastic would love to do it man all right appreciate it neil all right thanks jared all right and neil adams has left the building neil thanks so much for taking time to be here um it was good for me to have a chance to sit back down with with you i feel like you know i told him i want to come back and work for him i don't know if i really mean that but i kind of mean that it was a good chance you had a chance to kind of redeem his view of you that's for sure a story of redemption like hey man like i can i can get my hands dirty if he could see my garden i think he'd be impressed with your garden i think he would be he'd be proud he would be neil uh thanks so much again for coming on and for uh the work that you do to help love our city and make it a better place um hey if you're still listening to this thank you for tuning in as always we're so glad uh, to have you join us if you have not already done so please check us out on our different social media platforms uh where are we at robert 
Well, we're on Instagram and Facebook predominantly. So check us out there. <laughs> and I guess that means that we need to be more predominant uh, on Twitter. Other yeah. Areas, you know. Okay. Um, also, be sure and give us a uh, five-star. Is that what it is? It's a five-star rating mm-hmm. on iTunes. And so... Um, that just helps people find us more quickly and learn more about the incredible people who are living here in our city. So as always, we really appreciate you listening until next time.